African Americans who are so-called Negro. Uh, one, of the, one of the reasons that it is bad for us to continue to just refer to ourselves as so-called Negro, that's negative. When we say so-called Negro, that's pointing out what we aren't, but it isn't telling us what we are. We are African, and we happen to be in America. We're not American. We are people who formerly were Africans who were kidnapped and brought to America. We... Our forefathers weren't the pilgrims. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. The rock was landed on us. We were brought here against our will. We were not brought here to be made citizens. We were not brought here to enjoy the uh, constitutional gifts that they speak so beautifully about today. And because we weren't brought here to be made citizens today, now that we've become awakened to some degree and we begin to ask for those things which they say are supposedly for Americans, they look upon us with hostility and unfriendliness. So our unwanted presence, the fact that we are unwanted, is becoming magnified in all of America's preachments today. In the United Nations, you have poor nations and rich nations. They say that the most powerful block in the UN are the African Asian, is the African Asian block. These are the poor nations, yet they carry more weight in, a, uh, in this political body than the nations do who have all the money. Why? Because no matter how wealthy America is, she only has one vote. No matter how wealthy Russia is, she only has one vote. Whereas all the poor nations in Africa who have just emerged into independence, they have each a vote too. And they stick together and, and are able to outmaneuver the rich nations. This isn't by, by having independence and the right to vote in the political world body, it has enabled the dark nations to band together and use the strength of their ballot to force the wealthy nations, which are the white nations, into giving more independence to other nations who are still under their jurisdiction. You and I have to look at this and understand this, that the ballot is as powerful as the bullet. Now, if you and I leave it up to the moderate Negro leaders, they'll be able to trick it up and make the world think that they passed something that doesn't really mean anything. So what you and I have got to do is get involved. You and I have to be right there breathing down their throat. Every time they look over their shoulder, we want them to see us. We want to make them, we want to make them pass the strongest civil rights bill they've ever passed. Because we know even after they pass it, they can't enforce it. In order to do this, we're starting a, a voter's registration drive. We have to get everybody in Harlem registered. Not as Democrats or Republicans, but registered as independents. We're going to organize a core of brothers and sisters who, after the city is mapped out, they won't leave one apartment house door 
not knocked on. There won't be a door in Harlem that will not have been knocked on to see that whatever black face lives behind that door is registered to vote by a certain time this year. Nobody will have an excuse not to be registered. We'll ask him, let us see your card. If you don't have the uh, sense of responsibility to get registered, we'll move you out of town. <laughs> It's going to be the ballot or the bullet. After we get our people registered, we can then organize that voting strength and channel it in the direction that will get immediate results for the benefit of our people. We can sweep our enemies right out of office, but we will not be able to do it sitting around talking about select and elect your own candidates 